0: Welcome back to the Brandwith Podcast. Sam McEwan here with you and joining me as always, Dean Nielsen. How are you today, Dean? I am very well. Sammy, how are you? Pretty good. I think I almost called you Gene then. Jean, that's okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Dean, Gene. Yeah.
0: I might stick with Dean. I'm, I'm, I prefer Dean. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I prefer <laughs> Dean. That's very good. So uh, this uh, podcast, as is the way that we do things here, one of us comes with a topic for discussion topic without notice and uh, we see where it takes us and you are fulfilling that duty for us today it is my duty yes I've got I want to talk about something this is this is probably a little
1: bit more of a let's say rational or f- functional topic than maybe we have been used to of late Sam okay. but um, I thought it might be interesting to to talk about th- what a what a good brand guideline is you know what a brand guidelines document is I I
0: have seen the occasional brand guideline document in in my in my life I've never I've never created one I imagine you've crafted one have created numerous actually and uh yeah
1: they're look (laughs) there. there's honestly so many different ways you can approach them and 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 do and I think it's very hard like the definitions of what people think is a brand guidelines is probably different for a lot of people which is fine um um my you know so i thought yeah we just might talk around that a little bit because it might be interesting for our for our listeners to kind of you know maybe they've thought about this before maybe they haven't i hope they've like a little a little bit but um i guess to start um like I th- brand guidelines the idea of brand guidelines probably st- or did start out more like a a, a logo guidelines document or mm. um, they called them graphic standards manuals in the 60s and 70s and there's some really famous ones um out there if you google like the the new york city transit mm. authority um there's a there's a nasa one there's actually a um, I have the, i have the nasa yeah, one Yeah, i've got the nasa one so th- there's a um i think they're called standards manuals there's a couple of designers i think they're maybe at pentagram i should get these info right before getting on a podcast but anyway a um, couple of guys that r- like the NASA one and the 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 Trans Authority one they kind of resurrected found the files, photographed them and kind of which is which is awesome and um, so you know and the, so the point of these was to ensure that the the brands looked consistent everywhere and um, and the you know the New York the the transits Authority one is, is amazing because it's that whole, you know, line system of the different, you know, and the, the colours and the... I think it was, it's either... I should know this as well. I think it's accidents, grotesque, or Helvetica. Um, I think it was the, Helvetica. It was, it was the Helvetica sure, accidents yeah. before that. So, but, like, they looked at everything from, you know, what the science looks like, you know, and in every possible scenario if you've got, you know, stairs on the left, stairs on the right. Like, they're they're really, really granular and 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 the point was with with those and this with that one particular was having someone very clever i think it was massimo um to 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 design it think of everything you can possibly think of and then the people that are implementing it don't really need to think they can just kind of take that find it and do it so um, that was very much the kind of the idea. It was a corporate corporate identity guidelines. You know, what do we look like and how do we kind of, you know, um, how do we execute that? But I think as the definition of, you know, branding has expanded over the last 40 years, um, guidelines these days need to be, you know, more than just the visual side of the brand um, and the audience is more than just a design and marketing team. Well, I think so anyway, but... I've kind of run up to, um, you know, sometimes run into a bit of, you know, with, with clients of ours, you know, who don't, you don't see that because, um, uh, w- which I'll explain in a moment. Like, I think, um, well, I think like thinking about our, you know, our audience, we talk a lot about small business here as, as well, you know, I think a brand guidelines can be a, um, sort of a business marketing Bible. Like often the, the, if you don't have a big marketing team or, or, you know, you're the, and you're the CEO and. You meant to know these things, and you've you've paid someone to you know help you kind of bring it all together. If unless you have a you know sort of a document where it's all in one place that you may be able to refer to, <laughs> go back and re, you know read it again or f- refresh your memory. I've got to write a tender or a proposal. You know, who are we again? Who are we you know, it, you know? It sounds silly, but it's it's also really true because um, uh, you know they're often not thinking about that. They're thinking about other things, thinking about running a business, uh, and it's not the default of them to. To, to to kind of think in marketing kind of terms. So I think um, that's how I think about it anyway. Um, so I, I, I'll put out what I think like the, the, what have we got here, five kind of sections um, that I think should be in a, a good, you know, any brand guidelines. And I think the thing I want to kind of point out, um, like we said at the beginning, um, it depends on the organisation, it depends on the business, it depends on the you know, how many people there are, it depends on what the need is. Um, I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all kind of scenario and um, I've certainly fallen into the trap of thinking we could have a one-size-fits-all scenario and then you kind of create it in that mould and yeah. it doesn't get used very well because you, you haven't kind of you know, thought about the audience enough. So I reckon that's a, um, that's a, um, that's a real key consideration. So I think to start with, there needs to be a section about who we are and where we're going, like vision and purpose stuff. And, you know, some people say, oh, that shouldn't be in a brand guidelines. That's kind of, it's more to do with the business side of things. And um, yet I think, you know, the audience for that shouldn't just be kind of the leadership team, you know, it should be everyone. And even, it's probably not necessarily the marketing or advertising team all the time, but... And certainly, we don't want to get into that kind of purpose conversation we have every every <laughs> podcast. But you know, where who are we, and where are we going? Um, and when you do the work, like we've spoken out to kind of get that right, and you then you you know you you put it, you write it down, and you solidify it. It's it's always good to come back to. It's always good to come back to. Then you know we have to have some information about who are our customers. It's amazing how often this is missed. Um, vision and purpose where we're going why do we do this and then here's here's what we look like it's like and i had a have got an example at the moment of someone a brand we're working for which i I can't say who but we're kind of picking up some work from another um you know it's been done by someone else the design work is amazing but like nothing i don't think they have any idea who their customer are because no one's actually thought about it so you have you know who our customers who's our target market you know try and Define them how you want to, but define it simply in sort of, you know, in, in broad brush strokes, um, but also who are the, mo- you know, what, what motivates those kind of categories of customers. Um, that's another thing I think is always interesting to kind of, you know, to think about. Then, so you, they're the kind of the in, internal bits. Then um, Then, you know, how do we communicate? What's well, our A proposition? Our tagline? Our key messages? What are the things we say? How do we kind of sound in the world? You know, the, yeah, you know, it's and and this is the bit that I think is kind of uh, is kind of new and and sometimes missed. You know, it's 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 not included yet. You know, everyone should could, in an organisation, how big or small, should should understand and know these things. What know what the tagline means? What's the promise? Why do we say it that way? You know, that that sort of thing. Um, so that's section three. Then section four. So this is another new one, and this is where it gets. I wouldn't say controversial, but I've had some, you know, some strange looks when I say this. Like, you know, how we act should be in the in the guidelines, which is around kind of values, behaviours. Um, you know, a lot of people see that as a HR piece. It's not t- part, you know. But 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 at the end of the day, especially in a you know B two B context, people are the brand. You know, they're out there interacting with people. Um, and another kind of layer to that is, if you can, like stories of those kind of you know those those values coming to life or those things happening. because and and that's the great thing with kind of guidelines these days where a lot they're starting to be pushed online, you can kind of add you can add to them. You can kind of create, make that a real kind of active, active, active place. So, you know, we, we we say we believe in this, and this is how we. This, and then here's an example of that happening, and that's a story that you know can can be told. And I saw a and 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 you'd be surprised actually how, especially if business has been around for a little while, how many of those stories are there, and they're just not kind of they're not put they're not written down or they're not recorded or in, in any sort of. They come out way. at the
0: Christmas party or the yeah, or you the, know, or or they
1: yeah, that's that's right. Or the CEO like a uh, CEO has them, and that's mm. great. But they've got to. It's got to be more than the CEO, and 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 get that out of him doing something else. You know. But so, I, I think that's really that's um, a part that some people kind of struggle with. It's not part of my brand guidelines. That's my HR departments. But it it is like a, how you act is is
0: a way of influencing. You know. Your, well, I've your customers. not to go back to purpose, but I, I think I guess. Um, if, they, if that's where everything's heading, that all the brands have to be these sort of purpose-led organisations. I don't think they do, but yeah. But then it actually, I mean, it's very clearly part of their brand in in that in that case, and yep. uh, And arguably, just as just as important part of the brand, um, if, even if even if you're not a per-
1: Well, no, well, but even yeah, no, that's that, that's right. But even those stories, like the working with someone at the moment, they're in construction, and I've done four days with the workshops with them Mm. and then the ceo told me a story we were talking about their kind of um internal branding communications their employer brand and all this sort of stuff how they talk to how they attract people and he tells me this story about how they approached the job you know five years ago which were this stupid deadline of like you know retrofitting a hundred um houses like a hundred apartments accommodation in 28 days and everyone said they couldn't do it and um, they kind of they said they could, but then they, you know, approached it really creatively. They did things like they took all the doors off every took all the doors off so that wouldn't slow them down. So you couldn't be opening, and closing doors all the time when you're walking yeah. through. Just little th- and he told me this story. I was like, I've just got the essence of your, you know, your brand. Um, probably more I wouldn't say succinctly, but more richly yeah. than I than I had in a few days worth of workshops. You know, it was just a different way of talking about it. And and um, I'm a big believer in kind of capturing that that stuff and, and you know, and, and being able to share that. So I think that definitely, definitely goes in there. It's not so much a, a guideline in that sense. It's, a, it's not really much a guideline how to behave. It's an example of kind of, an, you know, how you could behave in a situation. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. And then the last one is what we look like, which is the obvious one, you know, your logo, colours, uniforms, vehicles, signage, social media. And the point of that is to, to kind of to take a kind of a leaf out of, you know, the, the guidelines I was talking about before is to look at as many things as possible, if you can. Um, even if you don't create them all, you know, don't need them all straight away, you know, like, well, we don't have any vehicles, but we reckon we might have them in the next kind of five years or three years or whatever. We'll, we'll need them eventually. Let's see what they look like. Cause it, you know, tell it. So we don't, when we get to that kind of bit, we're not necessarily reinventing the wheel or, or starting, starting again. So, They're the kind of, they're the five sections, who we are, where we're going, who are our customers, how we communicate, how we act, and what do we look like? Um, And I think, you know, how you, if you can cover those off, so this could be really long, it could be pages and pages, or it could be, you know, a page on each of those, or you might be able to get, you probably can't get what we look like. But you can probably get all of that on one page as well, uh, and we've done those before. Where it, so it doesn't have to be. A- I was
0: I was going to ask you. I mean, obviously you answer now. is yeah. It depends. You know what what's the perfect length? But you know, I mean, you you make mention of the NASA, um, what, what they call them, communication the, standard, the, um, or, um, graphic,
1: graphic standard, graphic standard. That's right,
0: and the um, yeah, and the New York subway. Mind. You know, I mean, that would be a you know, Two million dollar brand guideline um, in in today's currency by by the sheer weight and yeah. size and yeah. breadth of of those documents they are um, amazing documents if anyone gets their hands on one or, or gets to see one like they they're they're a thing of beauty yeah um, and certainly representative of a time yeah a time correct. when we no, potentially had more t- time and uh, you know to, to sort of work out these things and did things in a much more formal manner in, you know uh, than we do today I guess. Um, But you know that's obviously. I mean, would you think that is that a gold standard or or Um, or is that just a a product of its time?
1: No, it's a it's a it's a gold standard, and I mean, I've done we've done guidelines like that um, for, but you know, not not you know, not two million. (laughs) (laughs) I may have overpriced it. You may have. uh, Like I think you can. um, You know, you can do twenty five k for a. Yeah. um, I think we've ever talked numbers on this podcast before. Yeah, there we go. um, You know for a. You know, a hundred-page manual or something like that. Yeah, around about right potentially. But 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 on that, like I've seen, um, on that it depends on whether the audience is 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 up for that. And it's yeah. actually a really good segue into what I'd kind of wanted to go to next with this is you can have those sections, but then your approach to how you kind of you know writer guidelines, I think, is changing. Yeah. Um and. They used to be very prescriptive, like you yeah. just kind of said, and, and, and we've worked everything out so you don't have to. And there's still an element of sometimes I think designers especially, let's say the design bit, like wanting to work all that out and control it so everyone yeah. looks consistent. But I think the shift, there's a shift away from that though, and I think it's twofold. I think um, – Brands are be needing to become more flexible yeah. because of how thick, you know. People say things change quickly and all that sort of stuff. Once again, depends on your um, your business, I guess, and the, the the market you're in and what you do. But you know, I think as a generalization, you can say that you know the, the thinking of brands is becoming a little bit more more flexible, and and so yeah. that you know, you you and the the fear is you develop this really rigid system, and then it's. It's obsolete in two years or a year because something else has come along and we can make arguments to why that happens as well and and why it doesn't. But I I think that's it. I think generally – I think it's maybe more so because of the diversity of media. It used to be like Mm. we did brochures and we did TV ads – and we did vehicles, and we did uniforms, and and that was our brand. This, this Whereas, is how they this should, should look. Is how they and look. That's it. And That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now it could well, be any anything.
0: I mean, I was going to ask ask that with, with you know social media and these things. I mean, the you can't talk. You know, great Australian success story, I believe, is, is Canva. Mm-hmm. Um, although often the bane of my existence, <laughs> and uh, you know that that th- there's all these tools out there that are like, yeah, just you know slap something up in Canva, and they come with all these templates, um, none of which adhere to to your personal yeah. brand guidelines yeah, or, or yeah, brand yeah. structure. Um, but, you know, we're sort of in this space where where we're encouraged to just go out and find these tools around us and, yeah. you know, and just, you know, there's there's all sorts of marketing gurus out there telling us just to have a crack and don't yes. worry about any yeah. of this nonsense. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, how prescriptive do you need to well, be? Um, yeah, yeah. Th-
1: that's right. And so that's my second kind of bit to it. It's brands have got more flexible, but I, I kind of feel – that's the um, problem, isn't it? Well, or it's no, but it's uh, – no, not necessarily, but I think the problem potentially, or maybe you just embrace it, I, I think marketers, the people creating branding, they expect some flexibility now. I was having a chat to one of our designers about this before I kind of came here to, to record this today and because um, we've run up into that a little bit. I, I do think it – because my point was I, I think gone are the days of Coke. Like we – you know – Sometimes we go to I you know why can't it just be like Coke? You know, you do it. Everyone does it this way, and if you don't do it this way, you, you know, you find another job type thing. Yeah. I don't know whether that's like at Coke, but you kind <laughs> of. But it was. It's very rigid. They'd certainly it's, have it's, a it's pretty rigid. good
0: brand set of brand yeah. guidelines, wouldn't? It?
1: That, that that's that's right. But um, I think to his point was that once again, it does kind of depend on the brand, like. Um, um we were talking about someone had an example of working on bosch and how bosch have this really strict kind of thing to do with layout grids and all that sort of stuff but bosch's identity now i can't remember if it's the old or new one but with i think like the old one was helvetica and it was like very um uh it was a very simple identity that needed the structure needed the right amount of space or whatever otherwise it didn't look like bosch so from that point of view you can go okay we've got this ultra minimal kind of identity then you really need a lot of rules otherwise it doesn't doesn't work but you might have you might not have that you have something else that 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 doesn't need to have as many rules but i i just do feel in in my experience that um there's an expectation now that there needs to be some flexibility whether that and culturally um and so um, there's a great talk, if you want to look it up, um, by a designer by the name of Chris McLean, who he did a talk at, for Agda, I think it was. It's called How to Make Brands and Influence People. He's worked at uh, an awesome agency in the US called Gretel and also at Wolf Hollands. I'm not sure if what he's doing at the moment, but he had this approach. I don't know, it, when I watched it, it felt like it was pitched that they did it for everything, but I actually think it wasn't. He doesn't always do it like this, but it was for Optus. They rebranded Optus. And they had this idea where it basically had the kind of the core in the centre and uh, it's a great way to think about it. And so these are the not negotiables, you know, so Coke red dynamic ribbon, or maybe a distinctive typeface. We, we work with, um, uh, do a bit of work with pink lady apples and, you know, p- pink, it's the colour pink is, it has to look pink. Like, you know, that's, yeah. that's a core thing. There's not negotiable. And um, yet, uh, outside that he called the playground and it's like and for optus their thinking was that everything's moving so quickly they've got to kind of have certain assets which are there but then we need to give people kind of freedom to kind of you know create what they want or to he calls it to kind of stretch its leg the he goes i'll do his quote governed by this section is governed by principles rather than guidelines the playgrounds where the brand can stretch its legs push in new directions and evolve at the speed of culture so it's you know, it's it's not locked in, and it's it's kind of it's a. I think it's a really interesting interesting concept to kind of think. Okay, what you know, <coughs> excuse me. What does our brand look like? What are the key elements, and then where can we maybe have a bit more fun? And where you know, once again, it all comes down to you know uh, um, context sometimes as well. You probably want corporate communications to all look the same, but as you get further away from that kind of core of the brand, maybe out into advertising at the edge there. You've, you're responding to culture, or you need to look different. There's an, I've, I've heard kind of people say, you know, if our um, people they're, they're, they, they need to be looking different and new and like refreshing all the time, which is not, not necessarily true either. But um, yeah. you want to give kind of some some um, some leeway there. So it's a it's an interesting approach. And I think it's something that's kind of evolving. Um, I've heard it called agile branding, which made me vomit. Um, <laughs> But but this sense of um, uh, you know being a bit more flexible, and I think the other thing um, as well um, is making sure. Like, what's also good about this approach is that you end up tailoring it specifically to the audience. Mm-hmm. So, say for example, you're a, a small business, right? You need a guidelines, and you've got a, you've you've got an internal team of you know you know m- mid weight experienced people you're going to want to give them things like templates and things potentially but you're also going to have to realize that if they're executing the brand you need to develop it in a way that they can you know set them up for success so um you know rather than writing a guidelines or even designing a brand identity like you probably need to think about it you know even before that of, of who's gonna be using this. And because I've, seen, I've been really disappointed creating you know these awesome guidelines and then the people at the other end, just they're not, you know, they don't have the, the skills or they're using Canva yeah. or, or, you know, so you need to consider all those sort of things. And I think that is the job of a really good kind of design team that, you know, you, you create something and now you've got to set up whoever's using it for success rather than kind of complaining, oh, you know, the client's taken my baby and yeah. destroyed it or they don't know what they're doing or they don't care. It's often none of those things. It's it's just they don't have the people and, you know, that's okay, but you've got to kind of be aware of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, one of the things that I know you and I have run into on a couple of occasions now and is, is things like fonts and, and the, the ability for tools like Canva and these kinds of things to actually support. You know, that is a lot of them only support you know Google fonts or, or, or things like this. So it, it is it is an environment that's a lot harder to have that control, isn't it? Yeah, it, it sort of lends itself to, to having to. I mean, do, do, do you need to go that far and say, well, we, we these are the this is the font that we like to use. This is the Google fonts that were this is acceptable as a, as an alternative? Or yeah, absolutely. I think no
1: one could see that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. This is the this is the brand font. This is a Google alternative. This is the you know this is the digital you know this is the word you know system font version. And and there's, oh, we have heaps of conversations around that now. And it's I, I'm, I reckon this is what web designers kind of got frustrated with kind of, you know, maybe started to get 10 years ago, everything, basically everything was fluid. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of a sudden you can do anything. And and with with um, more kind of traditional brand design, it was you buy the font and here it is and everyone has to have it on their computer. And now it's like, well, there's a Google version of this and it's free. And why, even even though it, fonts are relatively inexpensive, like it might be two or 300 bucks, Um they can get upwards of that if you've, you know, got lots of seats, but it's not ridiculous amounts of money, but people are like, well, the Google one's just as good. And then you're kind of like, well, it kind of is. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're all discussions that go on. And once again, that's, that's end users. Like that's coming back to, um, you know, how the end user uses it. And if they are, you know, if they're, you know, and, or if you just know that all of this, you know, this whole, all of the, this brand, you know, say for example, it's a, um company that does a lot of powerpoint presentations and it's more that kind of sort of stuff then you've got to kind of think of that it's not they're not going to have InDesign and Mm -hmm. and all these kind of you know applications it's going to be you know you've you've got to kind of bring it down to that level somehow so um Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 different for for everyone but it's i like i like the i like where it's going and i like how um I think it's going to, yeah, it's 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 changing a lot. And the fact that you can do them online now, we've just done a couple online, you know, which means you can add to things easily. Um, I, and, um, you know, there's something to be said. There's a different way you approach it then as well. You know, it's not about putting this kind of massive document, you know, to wade through a website to kind of find what you want. So um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting.
0: It's, it's funny. I mean, We've got a diff- We've got an interesting perspective on brand guidelines because I would I wouldn't guess a percentage, but certainly in our small business clients, uh, the, the majority will come to us without yep. brand guidelines. We're not a brand agency. We don't we don't claim to set these up. But oftentimes we are finding ourselves in the position of having to maybe not develop the documentation, but develop the creative assets, the, mm-hmm. the look and feel within the absence of. Brand guidelines yeah. or approach, and um, which can often be really challenging. And I think you know, small businesses will often have multiple little providers—a freelancer yep. over here, a web designer there. You know, an agency like ours that that's running their their digital advertising or something like that. You know, and without that consistent document, it, it can it gets really messy. Like you know, and and you know, we're trying to make Facebook creative that looks a little bit like. What their website looks like, which was done without any sort of direction, and yeah. looks different to their other material, and try to sort of unify that in a way that um, you know that we can uh, at least sleep well at night, <laughs> knowing that we're putting that advertising out and, and it's and it's going to to do something for their brand. So it's kind of like insurance, I think. Like it's an interesting kind of way to way to way to think about it.
1: You might have people, I'm sure you do, and we do too. Like, oh, we don't need that, and and yeah. you might not. F- feel like you need it and see like you need it. But if you can go through and think about things from all these different angles and document it, you can sleep better at night. Like because, you know, you're not, you know, someone comes and engages you to do the advertising, you're not wasting time trying to think up stuff that's not, it's all there, that framework should be there, you know, maybe what we look like but also as a basis, you know, how we sound and what we say as a starting point, you can build on that and 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 change it potentially, but at least you know where to start. It's not like you're coming at it from a blank, you know, blank blank piece of paper, blank slate. You know, spending time, you know, it's just wasted time. It should be kind
0: of considered. It, it is. Pl- that. It's planning on paper, isn't it? For yeah. brands, yeah. It's, it's it's and and really, I mean, we, you threw out the big number before for the for the for the you know really complete you know massive manual. Yeah, but it's they're not expensive and, and a, yeah. at a at a stretch you know you could sit down in, as a team internally potentially yeah. and say well this is how we do this kind of post or I mean yeah. you know the, the one thing that, that touches on this a little bit is is we do a lot of content marketing which is is really mostly blogging for mm-hmm. us and we have a very simple spreadsheet that we go through where you know a lot of a lot of businesses that come to us might be like hey we need you to write four blog posts a month. Okay, great. You know, and that could that could start and end the brief really, and we can create some topics and write things. Um, but we go through a process where we say, okay, well, first we need to exactly as you said, understand the audience. Who are we writing for? We call it a editorial mission statement, mm-hmm. you know, and say, okay, well, if you're blogging, this is, you know, let's treat this like a magazine. Yep. A magazine should have their 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 mission statement for who they're trying to help and what, and, and what they what they try to do. And we go through that, and then we bring then we create pillars topic pillars and we say, okay, well, here are the two or three different pillars, you know, some are simple help guides to help these people, others are thought-provoking pieces from the bleeding edge of, you know, whatever subject matter it is, and, you know, another might be, you know, detailed how-to manuals or something, you know, and sort of, sort of develop those out and then go, okay, now we have a framework for yep. which all of our content. And that kind of approach would be, you know- Easy enough, I guess, for yeah. someone to sit down and go, okay. Well, we're going to be using Facebook ads, and we're going to do some Twitter posts, and you know, we're, we've got that that press print ad. This is the general framework that we're gonna that we're gonna sort of do all these yeah. things in. And-
1: exactly right. I mean, if you run back to um, run back, like rewind back to what I was mm-hmm. talking before with those kind of sections. You know that section about how we communicate. You know what's our value proposition. How do we talk about ourselves? What's our tagline? What's our key message? I got to run some ads. Okay, we go straight to our key messages first. What are the things we say? Okay, well, oh, okay, we say we're you know we're we're this. Okay, well, let's start from there. Like you're already starting from a place of some alignment with the brand. You can build on that and do whatever. But it's not kind of like we need some ads. What are we going to do? <laughs> Another example I reckon is things that you, you 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 do as a brand, which you don't kind of re, re, you know you. Know, might be a one-off for not doing it all the time. You might decide that you're going to do an exhibition stand. You're going to go to a conference. What do we put on the stand? Let's go back to the framework, you know. <laughs> what, are, what, are, what do we do? You know, who are we, what are we solving? What do those people want to hear? How do we say it? What are the things we want, you know, what do we want to be known for? All that type of stuff. And, and, and then you build it up that way as opposed to what I'm sure happens all the time. It's like so-and-so's, you know, so and has just spent $25,000 on this space what are we going to put on it? <laughs> Ooh, and Let's spend 50, 50 bucks. Like we've already spent <laughs> all our budget on the space. It costs so much money.
0: Because yeah. the space or, or the other thing that I see constantly is competitor focus. Yeah. Well, this is what they did. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and that's that's so dangerous because that you're just making yourself look like your competitor. Yeah. Well, that's a really good point, actually, because
1: I'll, you know, I'll put my hand up and say as an agency, we've we've done that a little bit in the past as well before we cleaned up our own, yep. you know, kind of strategy. And 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 during COVID, we we kind of, you know, two years ago, we took the opportunity when we had a little bit more downtime to do stuff like that. And it made me, I was scrolling Instagram, for example, and kind of, you know, looking at some of the other agencies that I, I you know, re- really respect. And one of them, you know, I was looking at their feed going, oh, that's, you know, this is so awesome, you know, why can't we be like that? And then, but then I went back to our, I could just see my strategy in our head. It's like, because that's not us. Yeah. We, You know, our version of that is this and that's what we're doing and and, and it's, it's on for us. And so it absolutely can, unless you've defined that, because if you haven't defined it or it's just this kind of idea that's sitting there, you know, in differently in different people's heads, it's very easy to just get pulled from, you know, left to right or even down to just feeling unsure as to whether or not you're doing the right thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But if you've put in the time to kind of set this up as a framework, then- once again, you do, you're just you're, st- you're not starting from zero. You're starting from five, and probably it, it starting hold, from eight. It holds
0: it tr- you know, it holds it straight, and it gives you, it gives you the discipline. I mean that that example. I, mean, I have seen so many industries where a dominant player has emerged, you know, like suddenly, and they've done something a little bit different, really cool, and then within four or five years, every other like the language that's being used by every other brand is similar, and and those brands all they all they're coming across as is. Inferior versions of the leading brand. Mm. Like, yep. uh, you know, in, I think there is a, you know, you've got to fit into the category, right? Like, you know, there there, there are some similarities, but, yeah, looking like your competitors is, is just, is most of the time a terrible strategy. Yeah, And you wouldn't, Absolutely. you know, you wouldn't make it. You wouldn't say, okay, we've sat down, we've done our strategy documents, and our strategy is to, to look exactly We'd like, like to everybody, everybody else, but just spend a little bit less on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> it's pretty poor, but but you know inadvertently that they're the they're the yep. things we're doing without actually thinking about. It. And, and the other one, of course, we can't go an episode without talking about bunnings. Um, but that ding, yeah, ding. There it goes. Take a shot. Um, the that discipline that I'm always talking about of you know how bored I imagine their their CMO must be of, of pumping out the a different version of the same commercial you know every other week and you know there's a different version of that same catalogue and a different version. Of, but that's that's just so them and so powerful. They did the homework. They got it right, yep. and and now it's and and they are very good. I think it, you know, change. You know, there's a there's an event or there's a particular date or a time of year. You know, you see them seasonally changing and these kind of things. You know, within that framework they're making it relevant to the fact that the AFL Grand Final's coming up yep. and you're going to have a barbecue or the, you know, summer's nearly here or- I can hear the song in my head, yeah. but I won't sing it. So. <laughs> you're free to sing. <laughs> no, it's okay. But, you know, like they're, they're the-, the um, that's the discipline and the rigor that that having something like this clearly defined that you can refer back to, and it does allow you, I think, to it does allow you to look at what other people are doing and dismiss it and go, we don't need to get sucked into yep. copying that or or repeating this other thing because it doesn't fit with with our structure and our brand.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wasted. We talk a lot in, um, you know, in the workshops we do like clarity equals power, and and it, if you once you know you've you know your truth or you know you've you've you know what you stand for then it's powerful It makes you feel more confident you can move on things more quickly you know it's way more efficient you know the opposite is you know is is costly costs extra money you know wasted Mm. on you know trying things that clearly you know aren't going to work or copying the competition or you know spending another you know another session trying to come up with some different ideas because we you know we we you're, you're kind of like a ship without a rudder. So we've kind of morphed a little bit into this uh, conversation's gone from guidelines a bit into into kind of the general, um, uh, you know, pr- um, principles of kind of branding. But, you know, at the end of the day, all those things have to be covered off in your in your, in your your guidelines, whatever that may be. And to the point we kind of were talking a little bit, but before I'll just come back to it, yeah, I mean, on a page is fine. Like a brand, brand on a page, if your audience, like, just needs to, needs you know, pin it up in their cubicle, if yep. they're in a cubicle anymore, um, <laughs> just next to them and it's sitting there constantly and it's got six things on it and you can get it down to those things that are important to that person. Fantastic. That's it. Your job's done. Job's done.
0: Yeah, great. So, I mean, so, so is, you know, is it, should the minimum standard include those five items you said? Is there, is yeah. there even less than that or what's where, where should someone start if they don't have brand guidelines i know a lot of if you're sitting there without brand guidelines often there's uh, you know it seems like a, an unimportant task to certain ceos or, or these kind of things if you're the if you're heading up a two-person marketing yep. department or something and and you know and you're frustrated by all the things that happen when um you know when you don't have these clearly defined brand guidelines where where should they start yeah
1: so i mean i think when i said like who we are where we're going i think you have to have that no matter how big or small you are and that's um You know who are the customers? I think you you have to define that somehow as well. You have to be thinking about that. You can, there's no point kind of if you don't know who that is, then like you said, you don't know who you're talking to. It's you know it doesn't doesn't make sense. um You know how to communicate. I think you definitely need. You know how do we? You know what are the things you want to say? How do we talk about ourselves? um The more distinctive you can get that language as well, the 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 better. Like um we're working with a school at the moment. We do a fair bit of work in in, in education. If you go around and Um, if you see kind of you know school advertising they all say the same thing setting up for success or like you know um, building you know inquisitive minds or something (laughs) like that right so but you find and and look that's is they're all doing the same thing yeah Um, but taking the time to kind of you know find words that you know are a little bit different to that probably saying the same thing it's important because it becomes more distinctive, so and and memorable. So I definitely think you know have to do that. As much as I just said before about how important it was, if you're a two, you know two two person show, you, you're probably okay to drop the values and how we act a bit. Like it, I think that's more important when you, you know, once there's more of you um, at that at, the, at that small size, you're generally about needing to get comes out um then to tell the world about you and find your place in it as a business and a brand so you probably take that one out and then the what we look like well that just might be really you know simple i mean you might you if you just want to make sure you've got a color and a font and mm. um the logo i guess or but i, I think you want to think about it in just a little bit more detail because you think about it like you never see a logo by itself yeah always on something and that's what you often
0: see isn't it the use cases like this is what it looks like on a on a photo this is what it looks like on a black background this is what it looks like on a white background yeah yeah and those kind and
1: and this think about the you know what are the we call you know the 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 technical term for them might be like brand touch points think about the key things if you do social media a lot then you know create some templates that look the same or if you do um you know you do uh you don't do any of that but you Maybe, you'd, you know, you're doing a lot of writing. Well, then, like you said, like, make sure you have your, you know, your pillars set out and your kind of your blog posts or the way you produce your content if your brand's more consumed that way. Whatever it is, just have, you know, plan that out a little bit
0: more. And, um, you, you, and you can plan for sort of scrappy homemade stuff. I mean, one of the best yeah. things I saw, I think, was, was just a great um, – in a, in a guideline was this is how to choose stock imagery. Mm-hmm. Look, for fi- look for images like this don't use the ones with the cheesy smile, look yep. for serious people going about their business. Yeah, no, do, point, you know, no they, pointing at computers. No pointing at computers. I mean, that, that's, yeah. and, and these, No, that, that's what you've just, exa-
1: like, um, we'll put those into guidelines all the time mm. or, or even how to take a photo. Yeah. Um, we have a, a, a client who's in infrastructure and, and, you know, they had, they've kind of got their act together more now and getting, you know, they realise that the, the photos of i mean they're always going to get amazing shots of the end you know building or whatever it was um but you know along the way they were kind of having shots taken and and some of them were just you know terrible but when you think about it or you know captured on phones and if say say if that's what if that's what's going to happen then give people some guidelines yeah you know make sure the lights as bright as possible you know like don't 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 shoot in the you know in, in the darkness or frame it up a certain way or you know have you can come up with, with lots of things once again depending on the audience so the
0: you know good brand guidelines therefore are grounded in reality yep you know first and foremost I think that's that's the that's the key yeah and, and I think I mean from from my yeah, point of view exactly. and, and listen to what, what you're saying here as well I think if you are that two person it's it's probably very appropriate just to literally start documenting these things. Yeah, if you did, yeah, if you did right. nothing else but wrote down those four yep. or five headings Absolutely. that you've given everybody yep. and fill them in with something, yep, even if it's not incorrect uh, – sorry, even if it's not correct yep. at the time or it's perfect or whatever, yeah, to, to to document these things and go, this is what our Facebook – at least you're consistent in, in preparing those and that document will grow. And at some point, like, it's probably not a bad brief to go – this is the homemade, crappy brand guidelines yep. that we've been using for the last three years. Go to an agency like yours and say, "Help us yeah, to take it. this to the next level." Yep. No, without, without a doubt,
1: without a doubt. Just, just document it and 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 start. Um, yep, that's right. It's you answer those questions to begin with. It'll make things infinitely better. Um, and you probably get it, you know, get it out on paper or screen or whatever it is. And once you've got it out, like then you can start focusing on other things. Yeah. It's like that, you know. You get that idea on paper, I can move on to something else. Exactly you know, right. get out of that. You know, move on to the next thing. Start, start, start growing, or whatever you're doing.
0: Ah, uh, excellent. Well, look, some some good tips there. I mean, it's a, it's a funny it's a funny topic. In, in some, I certainly have seen too many times sadly what happens when you don't have one of those guidelines it can seem like a simple sort of non-topic in, in some regards i think but it's it's really really important and it, and it is um yeah i think it's crucial so so uh thanks for for sharing we've got those five notes so who we yeah. are vision who's our customer your taglines and the way that we communicate about ourselves yeah, that yeah. right yeah yeah how how we act out, our our values and behaviors and stories. and stories and and then the all important what, what we look, we look like. like um really really good framework so
1: glad you got something out all those all those notes will be in the um uh in the show notes um yeah if anyone's got any questions once again just um, you know hit us up and Certainly, you know, hit hit like or a review if you can, because it do. helps us helps us immensely. Kind of, uh, and it makes us feel good about ourselves. Yeah, at totally. least As a, you know, if 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 nothing else.
0: Thank you, Dean. Uh, great topic, and I'll see you again next time. See you next time. Bye.